Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's edition of What the Health Just Happened, where we talk about all things healthcare, the good, the bad, the ups, the downs, the lefts, the rights, and everything in between. We also bring on a variety of community business leaders, advocates, nonprofits, just, you know, Northeast Florida, people who I, I think shake and move and, and get some stuff done. All the people. Um, to, to really talk about all things healthy versus unhealthy life and business. I, I'm doing my radio voice on like radio, it. by the way. I like it, though. It's also on camera. <laughs> so, so I'm going to give an intro here. This is my second, Ugh. second time guest. Super mad about being the second, second you time. You blew it. Because I had to reschedule. I would have been the first second time had I not been the second, had to rebook. And, and the intro is going to be a little shorter here. Innovative HR consultant with James Moore, Katie Howard. Let's talk, people, you know what people love talking about? Katie Howard, which by the way, you're going to give a background on the business, James Moore, specifically HR Consulting. What do businesses love the most? About HR? <laughs> no, 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 just in general. Like they don't like profits. They don't like what they do. They love human resources. Mm, do they though? If you had to rank things that you love in a business, I think HR's got to be top You know, nine. I feel like, uh, right. I feel like we're getting some notches up post COVID, which I hate using that term but however i do feel like we have established our relevance some but what i say were the favorite mm, a top nine sure i'll take a nine maybe an eight because eight's my lucky number eight sure okay your top top eight okay anyways it, right off the bat intro eh. yeah. if you missed the first episode they're on podcasts oh yeah thank you sponsors 212 benefits your friends and with benefits, friends with benefits. Hashtag two twelve. Yeah, that's again. They sponsor the show. I happen to work there. They're so, kind of amazing, though. They really um, are. Let's get into this too, in case they missed the first episode. What does James Moore do? So by trade, we are an accounting firm. However, they based were, out of oh, um, Gainesville, Tallahassee, Ocala, Daytona, and Deland, but we're nationwide. We actually have presence in twenty six states. Oh wow! Um, but we have clients in all fifty states. Predominantly tax-wise, right? CPA firm. Tax, audit, yeah. Um, what's called ACS, where we do like internal controls, payroll, all the Always things. Always count stuff. All the numbers, things that I failed at in college. However, they were really smart, and then they started an advisory services side, which is where I come into play, and I'm on the HR solutions team. So I am outsourced to HR. So so this is recent, and again, I now I'm like, how did we meet initially? Was it... Through Joey. Joey or someone else. Joey. Okay, business partner introduced. I think we hit it off on the phone. It's like, yeah, this is going to be a For reoccurring real. guest. And maybe because yeah. we go off the rails We also got bestie bracelets. It was super awesome. I don't wear jewelry. I'll get a tattoo, though. <laughs> okay. No, I won't. I would. Um, Look, already maybe not with you, but I would. Rain it in, Katie. Rain it in. Okay. Sorry. Let's be serious for at least 60 seconds. I have my serious face on. Katie Howard. HR consulting is is the bread and butter of your responsibilities. Correct. James Moore, CPA firm that's headquartered in Gainesville, but has offices all throughout Florida, yeah. covers 26 states throughout the United States. Yeah. 50, 50 states coverage, people in 26, correct. What does human resources, this is a rhetorical question because mm -hmm. I know the answer. What does human resources have to do with healthcare? We have a huge partnership. So in my, I help establish what's good plans to offer through the benefits to the employees, um, establish broker relationships. It's all about the total rewards aspect of the HR portion of, you know, all the facets that is HR. So it's a huge part. And, and brokers and healthcare is huge in that wellness, mental health, all that are huge tick, tick, ticks. 
check in the, the HR box. world. Yeah. Or, or so, and again, we talk about is it check the box or is it a priority for some businesses? It should be a number one priority because quite honestly, where we can't always meet in salary, we can kind of up our total rewards and gain retention and recruitment for people. That's good. Yeah. Talking about salaries too, because I have some questions later on about HR employees specifically we talked about on the phone. But so you, you'd been on previously, mm-hmm. right? Coming back, you're the second second time guest. I have to acknowledge that. That's on you. It is on me. The intro was was kind of all over the place, but James Moore specifically, your team, what does it look like? Experience. Wow. So super, so fun fact about me, and I came from PEO. Um, what does and, PEO stand for? I'm sorry. Professional Employment Organization. I always mess that up too, but that's correct. So basically the old school term was employee leasing. It's like a payroll company on steroids. So you sign up for benefits, workers' comp, payroll, and typically, you, depending on your size, you get an HR consultant if you're over 15. That's the typical model, not everybody's model. So I did a couple. I've done C-suite, and then I've also done consultative roles in PEO. Um, this is so much different in the fact that it's not anything against PEO. They absolutely do true HR consulting sometimes, but it's so much more account management where this is true HR consulting, where we're either your HR department, we're doing HR specific projects for you. Um, we're providing guidance. We're doing compliance. It's like all the meat of HR. And we, we're a part of you. Like we're extension of your culture, your procedures, your HRIS systems. We don't make you adopt what we are. We become what you are. So, and again, some people hear the term HR, human resources, if we really have to explain it. But everyone knows what HR stands for, I think. Not necessarily what's an ideal client. Maybe maybe you can answer that. But what? who needs services like that? You know, everybody really could. I mean, I have clients that are three people. I have clients that are, you know, almost 1,000 people. That being said, our true need is where we see is either large organizations that need kind of clarity on how to realign or strategically align their human resources or your 15 to your 100s where, you know, the cliche office manager has now been awarded the HR hat or yeah. the person that does payroll has been awarded the they HR hat. They drew the short straw. Right. Yeah. The CFO gets the yep. HR hat or the person with the best personality gets the <laughs> HR hat. Bless her heart. Or he's heart. It's yeah. It's it's not an award to give somebody, and it's not a role to give somebody who can't handle conflict or you know difficult situations. So that being said, we come in when they might not be able to afford a true HR person full time. They might be able to afford somebody that kind of knows it, but like a true high level HR person gets pretty costly, which we talked about the other day. Let me let me say a couple things and then let's hit that specifically. So the show, what the health just happened, we, we put a heavy emphasis on healthcare, rotating healthcare providers, et cetera. But I love talking about business and nonprofits, right? How, what does a healthy business look like? Whether that's financially or recruiting, staffing, culturally, that stuff's fun for me. Right. HR, I, again, before I moved, came to this world from the blue collar world to right. this world I live it's a big in. Big transition too. HR to me was like the, like the woo woo team, the rah rah team, the, I'm Make actually proud smile. that that was your your opinion and that your viewpoint because so often we get like the principle for adults. Well, look, then and once I came to the corporate world, <laughs> that's exactly what HR was. If we're going to be if we're calling it what it is. Well, I, I appreciate I'm, the transparency. I'm, I'm kidding. I, I, I love – it's necessary. I don't want to even call it a necessary evil. That's not fair. 
I think the biggest thing we'll talk about compliance specifically, like how do you keep your business protected and healthy from litigation from staff outside, you know, the government, we're going to talk about the monster under the bed, right? But the cost specifically. So if you're a company, this is how I look at it. And I know I'm doing a lot of talking here, but I'm going to shut up. You're and let fine. You talk. When you get to like 25 at full-time employees, mm -hmm. you're like, that's when you're, Hey, I'm going to put that hat on. By the way, I'm, I got a couple hats here. I'm going to switch hats. hats. I'm going to put on my HR hat. There we All go. Right. Uh, and we're swapping. Yep. So then you get to 50 and you're like, man, we, we need to put someone here to probably do this. Yeah. 50, you're hitting all the laws. Then you get to 75, 100, you need more and more HR resources. Yeah. So James Moore, the HR consulting specifically, you're filling those gaps. You're Correct. coming in. To, talk me through the, what that looks like as a company grows. So for instance, we have... Options. I'm switching hats back. You're sorry. Fine. <laughs> we have options where we're just your security blanket and you call us very reactively. Like, hey, am I doing this right? Hey, do you have this policy? We have a subscription where we are basically your HR director. So there's a boots on the ground. They're doing the offboarding. They're doing the onboarding. They're doing the paperwork aspect, answering minor questions, lots of paperwork, administrative heavy stuff. And we're kind of doing the strategic side. So if there's an employee relations, there's a compliance question. You want to look at performance evals. You want to shop for brokers. We want to make sure our benefits are correct. We make sure you align with strategic goals that the firm's looking for. Whatever it might be, that's what we're doing. And then we have, we are your nuts and bolts, start to finish, full employee life cycle. Employees are coming to us with issues. We are meeting with management team members. We are all in. I this always makes me laugh too because I write these notes and I we try to prepare and then it just goes yeah, wherever. That's kind of but this is gonna hit the main point here. When we talked on Monday of this week, it was you get what you pay for. So a hundred percent. That's that's everything, right? I, I feel like everything in life. If you buy a cheap hat, your hat's gonna fall apart and, right. and be inexpensive. So I mean I shop Sheen, I know what I'm getting. <laughs> Jeez. When you're hiring an HR position, so Run through again, what are the different levels of an HR employee in a company? So we talked about this every earlier. So it kind of starts out, like when you're starting out, you're particular, probably going to be like an HR associate. That's kind of the bottom level of HR. And then, and, the, and they're doing very admin tasks. They're learning kind of the basics of what HR looks like. Then typically there's like an HR specialist. You kind of start getting more in the meat. Generalist, you are pretty much three to five years experienced. Business partner is very equivalent to consultant when you yeah. go exterior. And, you know, consultant and business partner can kind of almost be the equivalent of manager director, depending on how it goes and how the organization views it. Um, and then, you, of course, you have like your chief HRO and your people officer, and it gets very high up from that Let, point. Let's talk comp, right? Healthy okay. versus unhealthy costs. Because mm -hmm. if your company grows and is healthy financially, employee-wise, good culture, I think I didn't write this down. You can talk about what is a like a chief human resource officer? Oh, like a CHRO of a big that's big money. I mean, that's like 200K a year? over probably depending on the size of the organization. Um, I would, you know, a common for maybe small to mid is the director of human resources. Yep. You know, I'm talking your 100 to 500 um, employees. You're not going to get a quality person for less than 115. So this anymore. goes back to you get what you pay for. If you want a solid HR director, whatever the term is, at a company between, let's say, 50 to 150 employees, you're probably not going to pay a penny less than 115 k a year. 
If you're under 100, you potentially could get somebody who's like kind of moving either early into being an HR director or moving out and taking a step back. You might be able to get someone in the 85 range. But like, that's what James Moore is for is to fill that void. I'm this uh, is I mean, free commercial for you. I'm kidding. Thank you. I appreciate it. But no, for that's it. 100%. You, you help with this stuff as you transition from small to medium to large. You fill the gaps necessary Correct. for whatever the size of the business is. Absolutely. Okay. Justin, is your mic, can you turn it on or no? I, like I can, it. yep. So Justin, I call him Couscous. What's your last name again? Couzart. Couzart. I call him Couscous. I make a fantastic Couscous salad. I actually don't think I've ever had it. It's just <laughs> kind of funny. Just so okay. you're aware. What are, what's your first impression? When you hear human resources, what's the first thing you uh, think as an employee? The person that's going to get me in trouble. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. People used to run from the sound of my high heels. You're in safe place. <laughs> they knew your walk? Yeah. Oh, it's a hospital. Not many people wear oh, high heels. Oh, yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, how, like, how, how do we change that? How do, how do you change the reputation? It can, is, can you? Is it possible? It is starting to shift. But you know how this is, Eric. You, you're in, you know, the broker world where Ugh, bad brokers, brokers ruin it for everyone. That's Same fair. with bad HR people ruin it for everyone. Mm. You've got to remember, in, like, just in major media, we have the Tobys and Catbert. <laughs> Jeez. That's who people think of when they think of HR. Not very helpful. So it's kind of like getting beyond the evil stepmother concept that, that Disney has put up. You know, when you're listed as a stepmom, it's like, ooh, evil stepmom. And so we're trying to overcome that with programs and proactiveness and engagement and thinking of the employees first and putting these programs in place. And I think COVID really did help because everybody was looking to us and we're like kind of this like, okay, everybody be peaceful. We're going to figure this out. And we were kind of like the beacon of light. At the end. And so they kind of thought, okay, these people aren't so bad. Would you, so again, I, I hate this reference, but I always say it. Did you read the Harry Potter books? I know enough to be so, so dangerous. So Voldemort, which is the main bad guy, yeah. they called him he who will not be named. So they, they wouldn't say Voldemort. And that's how I refer to COVID. I call COVID I know, Voldemort. I understand. I was like, I thought you were going to call whatever. HR COVID no. Voldemort. Yeah. I'm like, and that's HR why nobody likes us. Fantastic. No, that's bad. That's bad. I'm just, again, it doesn't matter. COVID happened. It's technically still happening, but it has changed the work landscape. A hundred percent. There, In my time, there have been, what I would say, three significant shifts in the workforce. The first was millennials coming into the workplace. I mean, back in the day, I literally wore pantyhose. And everything was very formal. And oh, then, like, did you wear shoulder pads? A hundred percent. Oh, like, my gosh. I looked like Please a, send me a picture of that. I looked like a Delta flight attendant. I'm not even kidding you. So, and then millennials came on, and they're like, yeah, we don't want to do that, and we want to wear capris, and we were static that we could, number one, take off our pantyhose, number two, wear capris. And then another. So, by the way, audience, pantyhose are these these like tight legging things that you put on. They are not Florida conducive. They're is, horrible. Oh, geez. Horrible. Okay, sorry. So, and then COVID was the next big shift, and AI is the third shift coming on. It's gonna are, it's gonna shift the workplace 100. percent Yeah. Let's. Oh boy. Again, but <laughs> we we have a conversation on Monday to prep for this recording, right? And then we just go off the rails. Okay. In, in yeah. No. 100. percent So so. Millennials coming into the workforce, mm -hmm. which how would you def what what age bracket is that? So interestingly enough, I kind of feel like I teeter on it a little bit. I've, Me too. I, I'm, I'm a, forty. I'm like, please, I'm, I'm a millennial. I'm forty-four, so it's definitely I'm a Gen Xer, but <sighs> I want to incorporate some of that millennial aspect in. But I would definitely say like our thirty-eights and below. Justin, how old are you? That's me. I'm I'm thirty-two. 
I remember, you're you're, like, you, you have the beard. You just right. need a craft beer. <laughs> I remember and... that. I remember going to, like, w- when my parents sent me to go to, like, a grocery store for my first job, I had to show up in a suit. And I remember being like, what are we doing? My dad's like, everybody wears a suit. Absolutely. A hundred percent. And it's so funny because we do trainings on multi-generational workforce, how to work together. Comes up, I, and I'm not going to lie, the guy that comes up in the presentation for Millennial is bearded, has a craft beer, and it's like... Oh. Some gel and you know, IPA, a nice cliche. IPA. Yeah, yeah he's so cliche. So, <laughs> by the way, I, I hope we poke fun of my industry, right? The the broker side, which what, I don't even know what my role is. Some days, the HR side, you could poke fun of this. Oh, those training videos. Ours like, are amazing. We've, let's talk about sexual harassment. Uh, oh my god, they're horrible. and then they have the most ridiculous. I'm like, does that really like? Happen? It's always at a copier. It like, is always at a copier or the water jug. Yeah, it's like, Bob, you're oh. making me uncomfortable. Please stop. And then, like, what did Bob do wrong here? Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, okay. I so, this. so millennials coming to the workforce, which again will shift again in ten or fifteen years. And I do believe our millennials are thrilled that Gen Z is like coming in because they're like, you guys, we were bad. <laughs> Hallelujah! Oh, These peeps are next level. So then, then COVID, right? Yeah. This has to do with healthcare. We're talking about healthcare. Oh, for, for sure. I mean, Th- these conversations are fun. I enjoy these too. It's also, I think, I think it's helpful. I mean, you COVID can rain flipped. Me back in. No, this okay. is perfect. COVID flipped every single company in the United States, in the world, on its head. In two weeks. Come in the office. Come in the office. Come in the office. Don't come here. You'll never. Will they that can't ever get come it back? back. They Most, can't get it back. Yeah, I was going to say, you, to, to do 100% in person work now, good luck. Well, and it's so funny because they're like, Especially you know, Gen back Zers. in the day, it was like, oh, my gosh, we're actually more productive and people are getting their stuff done. And we really didn't need to be in the office. And they're like, you know what? We aren't as productive. And they're like, but you, you said it the other way like three years ago. And now suddenly we're not as productive. What does that mean? Terms, yeah. Coming from furloughs. someone who is fully remote. But I was actually lucky enough to be fully remote prior to COVID. So I was already it- pre- I think it's there. been beneficial, right? But some jobs, that, here's the reality. You have to go into the office. You can't be in an assembly line, and but you better have it on your job description that it's in office because that's come up a lot. Like oh, your, I didn't think about that your, when you're hiring Like your employees. secretaries or whatever, and this actually happened, and there was an actual lawsuit in ADA. She said she had anxiety due to traffic, and when they she said, I can't come in, they're like, well, you're the secretary. You have to come in. And they didn't make the accommodation for her. She sued. She won because it wasn't in the job description that it was in office. True story. Can't make it up. Here's a story for an HR person. When you post a job online, should you add the salary or no? Um, Everybody's going to it. I don't see why not. But here's the thing. There's a lot of states that are mandating it. So it's pay transparency, show them what they got. But then people are getting really weird about it like anything else. And they're posting really wide like 40k yeah, annually to, like, to 250k annually. yeah just so that they're meeting the requirement i think it's great because quite honestly people want to know i, I want to know going in don't waste my time don't waste your time it, i don't want I people to we, waste my time when i say oh yeah this is actually a fifty-five thousand dollar job well why are we here because i need at least seventy-five thousand dollars. that so to that point I, I agree with you completely if somebody if you post the range and it's realistic but it's just a waste of time. You go interview one, right? Interview two, then salary comes up, and it's like we're we're ten, thirty, a hundred k off. Right. You just well, wasted everyone's time. Well, and it's funny because I just saw an old client. They aren't even a current client, but I love them to death. And I saw a posting that they're looking for an HR person, and what they posted for rate, I called them, the CEO, and I was like, "Look, I have some insight to this, FYI." And he sent me to the 
comptroller because that's who's hiring it. I'm like, you're not going to get what you want for that. I know your remember needs. Remember you said it earlier? I know your needs in the organization. Nobody's going to take $45,000. You get what you pay for. Five minutes? You can hold it up and say it. I just, yeah, I just, I just yell it out. I didn't know if you I don't even know if five. I want to. I don't even know if I want to go down the rabbit hole of of AI. That's like oh a whole no, that is like a whole. And every, I don't think uh, unpack that right probably, now. Probably, honestly, everyone's probably tired of hearing about it. Every conference I have gone to, it's like keynote speech AI, closing speech AI, HR AI. It's everywhere. It's like getting shoved down our throat. Also, keep saying that. Maybe we'll get more clicks and ads. Just hashtag AI AI AI. Hashtag, hashtag. Well, something's going to show that's, up weird on my phone later. I can assure you that. So, so that's actually a good transition there too I, we could talk about ai till we're blue in the face i've got my thoughts i don't even i'm oblivious to it i'm trying to learn about what i can i've used some jack gbt i mean that's about the level that's I've your gone. expertise it, you know. that's glorified google by the way i don't Chat care GPT. it's helped me no it's sweet yeah Chat there's some awesome. that you can like type in like what we use here is you can type in a photo that you want and it'll make it yeah, Dude, I I've tried to it's do crazy. that. It's not working. Out I, it's not me. the best. Like I, I typed in Jacksonville and it makes like a. You know, I did like, Jacksonville <laughs> Jaguar graffiti art. And yeah, it came out. I almost want to show you how bad these are. I did an AI of myself, like new professional headshot. Oh, it was not good. Not good. <laughs> no, it has I, trouble with faces. Like, yeah, here, yeah. going back to that though, we talked about this. AI will never replace humans. humans. And it is not What's, Terminator. People need to stop thinking it's oh, Terminator. I watched that movie way too many times. I love it that freaks movie. me out. It's Terminator so good, too. Though, but it's so good. I mean, and yes, I feel it, it's kind of like, is it, there are hints of Terminator and it's no, kind of weird. It's just like there's hints of The Simpsons and that's kind of weird when you see stuff that's like that happened in Simpsons and then it happens in real life. But you it, will not replace. You are this. never going to replace humans. You're not. There is going to be one some thing need. specifically. Skills gap might change. You might need to learn a new skill to work with AI, and you might not be as relevant. So you better learn something new and not put your hand, your feet in the sand. But people are going to be necessary no matter what. What's a skill set? You said this. I'm trying to. I'm trying to throw you a softball here. That you're. You're like. I don't want my kids to hear this. The one thing that every human can control. Uh, There's a couple things. Uh, no, what's the one thing my kids get annoyed with me saying is I don't accept laziness. Effort. Yeah. Effort. I, yeah. I think every human can control four things. Attitude, effort, actions, reactions. A thousand percent. And I tell, you, I tell people all the no time, laziness. I can teach people how to do a job all day long. I can't teach them personality. I can't teach them attitude. And I can't teach them to be like put effort forward. If you're lazy, you're lazy, and that is one thing I do not accept in my household. What about coworkers? From my coworkers, I have fantastic. I'm lucky. So my coworkers, previous jobs, like, uh, yeah. What do you do? <laughs> but I mean, honestly, it's kind of one of the reasons why I left a PEO was because I had I was the quote unquote HR account manager. But, you know, my benefit specialist or my payroll specialist, it was either rotating door or they weren't mm. doing what they were needed. And guess who gets the brunt of that? It's me. And I can handle pressure all day long. Come at me, bro. But it <laughs> this gets, is great. It What's just gets annoying sometimes. Your, do you have a, a daughter? I have two daughters. Two daughters. What are their names? Uh, Kaylee and Allie. Kaylee and Allie? Uh -huh, Don't be lazy. Put in the effort. 22 and 14. 22 Thanks. and 14. Yeah. Awesome. Well, you heard mom here. She, they're not going to listen to this, are they? Oh, Kaylee will 100%. Oh, it's Allie great. will you, be like, mom, hey, no, don't I'm not be lazy. Listening. Put an effort. She's already like twitching somewhere. Okay. <laughs> Katie Howard, James Moore, specifically the HR consulting side. Is there a term for, is it just James Moore HR consulting? Um, we're called HR Solutions. HR Solutions. We are the solution. 
Time flies. First I don't half. Think you need to sigh after I say that. I'm, that, I'm, was, I'm, not, I'm that was really not timed well. I'm sighing because <laughs> the time of the first half is over. It's so fast. And we're right? going to take this really long commercial break. Wink, wink. Yeah. Again, James Moore, what the health just happened? Guys, 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 we're on the air. Watch what you say. There's people listening. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Anyways, welcome back to the second half of What the Health Just Happened. If you're on the radio station, there's a commercial break. If you catch us on podcasts, there is no commercial break. But 104.5 WOKV, that's where the show airs on the radio. Podcasts, I, what is it, Apple, Spotify, all this stuff. I actually am old school with love. Amazon Music. I don't even know if we're on that. Katie Hour with James Moore, the HR consulting. What's the term again, specifically? HR solutions. HR solutions. HR solutions with James Moore. I like you more and more. Aw. Mainly because we- You're going to wear your bracelet now? I'm getting a tattoo. Oh, yeah, we went back to I think because we're like equally a little crazy. Uh, Significantly. Um, Significantly. We talked a lot about what you're doing, right? The team specifically. Yes. You being the second, second time guest. Yes. Not the first, first time guest. Um, over the break, we hit some, some interesting topics too about maternity leave, all the things, ADA. Well, it's that government stuff. That's the thing. Okay. We're going to go there. What keeps, so, so as an HR. It doesn't keep me up at night because I know what I'm talking about. But what worries me is for businesses, specifically 15 and over that don't know what they don't know. And so what keeps me up at night specifically like the Department of Labor, for one. I am telling you right now, the Department of Labor, it doesn't need require 15, could walk into any organization and find something wrong. So if you're not paying your overtime, you're auto-deducting lunches, you're doing things that are questionable, you have people salaried when they should be hourly, whatever it might be, if they hit a call or they get this just a One whiff, employee calls and says, I'm one not getting paid accurately. of something, okay. when they show up, it's not... Oh, we didn't find that. They're going to find something. And I could be the best HR person in the world. I think they would find anything on anyone. So they're like literally, when I go to sleep at night and I stay up, they're like the monster under the bed. EEOC, we, not so great either because they- What does EEOC stand for? Equal Opportunity Employment Commission. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I think so. Equal, um, op- yeah. Why do you always quiz me? Equal I know people, Employment I know, Opportunity Commission. Listen, yes. I yeah. know people need to know it, but it's like, oh, gosh, then no, I don't know it. Again, there's so many acronyms. How can you keep track of them? And ADA is a really hot topic right now because you want to know why. You're disabled. You're disabled. I'm disabled. Everyone in this room at any point in time could be disabled as long as a doctor says it. It didn't used to be like that. They were very- If you ask my wife, I'm definitely disabled. I mean, Sorry. at any- I mean, we both said we're crazy. I can guarantee when my high energy goes to a negative place, it's called anxiety. And yes, I could be considered disabled for it. Back in the day, there was only a list of oh, disabilities you could qualify under. But now, everyone is, which is why- Everyone files it when something comes up. And if you don't have proof that that's not the reason you did something punitive to an employee, you're done. Okay. So I like that term. You're done? As, a, as an, no, no, no. That's good too. <laughs> I'm at the monster under the bed. So any, any business, whether you have an HR department or not, and CYA, cover your beep. Can arse. I say the, I can't remember what, yeah, you can say arse, right? Arse. Yeah, I think you're fine. Okay. <laughs> Um, I'm Irish. So so whatever the size of the business, you, you want to protect yourself from litigation. You want to do a good job and take care of your people, obviously. But we talk about what keeps you up at night. I like the term the monster under the bed. Yeah. So remember we talked early on about like HR is number eight on the list? Yeah. I would say the government's like nine or ten. Like you guys are ranked ahead of 
And the that's Department scary. of Labor. That's really scary. Yeah. I feel bad I just insulted your industry. But no, mine, mine right. is even worse. You're, Let's talk trash <laughs> about insurance. Okay. And brokers. You know, and I have a lot of relationships. And I have worked, you know, I recently came on with a client. We were advising them. And they're 100. And it. long story short, we start asking them about their health insurance. And they're here. They're doing all their administration. So we thought, oh, are you guys doing this yourself? Somehow, and they're like, "No, we have a broker," and it was like a one broker shop. And no, no offense to him, but at the end of the day, he is a commission collector. That's what he is. He's doing absolutely nothing, and he's just there scraping in money and letting them file their own cobra, letting them do their own ACA notices, letting them figure out all the things that you have to, you know, all the notifications, all the enrollments. They were still in paper. I'm thinking, what in that? At a hundred, you should definitely not be doing any of these things. Yeah, somebody should be servicing you because that's what a broker should be in a, a like us just like us we're twinning an extension of the employer again i am i am i, am I a broker like me personally probably are you probably not are you licensed i am licensed well, then yeah. you are technically but i'm not but i'm not like i won't go into a business and say hey I, I am an expert in this i am not i can answer entry-level questions but but again we have a team specifically like joey jansen who's an expert amazing yeah it's a big deal. You're, you're talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars for a business. That, but I think the old view was like daddy's golf buddy. Oh, for sure. And that's when what we, it worked. You, you talk, you talk, speaking of millennials, have you seen this? There's a massive turnover in business ownership, right? So people between the ages of 55 and 65 are retiring way earlier than they normally would have. And they're selling the business to private equity or their adult children or a close friend. So we're seeing this as massive, massive turnover, right? Who's taking over the businesses between 35 and, and 50, right? So it's kind of moving down a level. For years, this industry, insurance, the one that I'm currently living in, which is bonkers, that's it. You had a, a golf buddy, a college roommate, who's like, hey, man, sign this piece of paper. We'll take care of you. Right. And you're, you are a commission collector. Let's drink brown liquor. Let's go play 18 holes. First off, there's nothing wrong with brown liquor. No, again, golf, by the way. but I'm just saying that's it, that's, that's the image. I, I, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. let's. That was it. That was what is expected, and and you're 100. percent But now, you've got this younger group coming in, and they're asking questions like, but "Wait, is this, what? Wait, yeah. I don't feel We're like paying this, how much? Yeah, you're I getting mean, paid what for? I why? have literally yeah. talked to and like groups about if you're doing this, and it's daddy's golf buddy or somebody's grandbaby <laughs> oh, or whatever it might be this. this is scratch off a hundred thousand dollar salary and leave it a hundred thousand dollars like i'm talking like a big group because they're getting you know between a 12 and 20 percent increase every time the premiums go up with what the market does imagine again healthcare is the only industry and i will i will have to tread lightly because i happen to lose a play in this playground but there is no other industry that year over year you're going to show up and say, we're going to give you a, an increase every single year. Like a good year is a 5% increase. That's a fantastic year. One year, I got a 3.5%. And I was like, what? No, when, you're, when you're celebrating. A because flat, I was self-insured and I had done a bunch of things. And I was like, this is reflective of all the initiatives we put in. But if you, again, who, who's. That's when I get invited for my broker? third time. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Well, I got to get off this because I will just demolish this industry 
But I think that speaks volumes to who you are. You're very open and transparent of the negatives and how people view your industry. Just same with HR. I, I'll be an open book. What, what, why we got where we got and why we are number eight. I think people appreciate that. I agree. Yeah. Have you read the book Radical Transparency? No, but I it's shouldn't. A, it, it is a really good book. Is honestly. it audio? Because every book I'm kind is of audio an audio now. girl now. <laughs> like I don't read so good. Okay, I think I want to start doing only because we have cameras in here now, and I like these little clips. I hope this one's the one catching me because this one's got the back of my head the whole time. Yeah, yeah, that won't even see you right there. You can okay. point oh, at yeah. it and stuff. Trey's All over right. there like these idiots, man. Um, healthy or not healthy? Remember that kind oh, of yeah, game? Yeah. Okay, healthy or not healthy? Commission collectors. Completely unhealthy. Okay. Healthy or not healthy? The Jacksonville Jaguar fan base. <laughs> Duval. You know, I have some hopes for the Jags. Like, I'm kind of in that fan base. I'm not, a, like, a tried and true fan. I am a true fan. Our fan base is healthy. I feel like But the are. emotions that that team puts me through is not healthy. It is not. Okay. There might be some scripts involved to manage that emotion. Healthy or not healthy? Couscous. In a salad? Fantastic. Also, as a director, fantastic. Okay. You got any healthy or not healthies? I don't. You didn't tell me to prepare any. Well, you just think about it. We can keep talking about this stuff, too. But I like random healthy or not healthies. Um, healthy or not healthy? Pink microphones. Uh, if it, And I feel like this is, you know, it's the mic. I thought it was bedazzled, too, at first. You intentionally asked for that pink microphone. I did. Okay. I was... I'm excited. Would you rein it in? We're trying. This is a serious show super, here. This is a professional establishment. I was like, pink oh and bedazzled? Gosh. Me all day long. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. This is another good one. We're, we're filming September, late September. We are coming into pumpkin season, which is also known as? Open enrollment season. Uh, pumpkin pie spice, which kills me, by the way. I literally have like enough. pumpkin? No, I, I have an anaphylactic shot. Like, I will go in complete anaphylaxis with fake cinnamon. So like what? I Do you say, have an EpiPen? Uh, I don't carry it because I can pretty much gauge it. But like not those, healthy. Not healthy. Those cinnamon <laughs> brooms. But if I did like I say Goldschlager, but nobody drinks Gold. Fireball. Everybody drinks Fireball now. Oh. Fireball would literally kill me. I think you should carry an EpiPen. I should, but they go out of date. I still think you should carry an EpiPen. I, my doctors <laughs> told me that before. Oh my goodness. Bathroom spray got me once, and it was real bad. What are we talking? I love anyway, again. Sorry. No, no, this is this is perfect. This is great. Anyway, I don't but, like too serious. But yes, open enrollment season. So I know a ton of people who are like pulling their hair out because October <laughs> is when everybody enrolls for most Jan, Jan one benefits. Most companies do their employee benefits. Yeah, but why? Don't again. Who who's decided? <laughs> hey, let's make the busiest time of year during Thanksgiving and Christmas. And well, it should be done well prior to that. 100%. And then your, your benefits typically start December 1st or January 1st. Correct. Most companies. There's other times off year. So that everyone is like scrambling for Q4. Q4, fourth quarter, open enrollment season, which happens to coincide with pumpkin season. Pumpkin spice. Pumpkin spice and season. Every, and you're allergic uh, to cinnamon. Yeah. Every Ugg boot okay. wearing white girl is ecstatic at Starbucks right now. So when you're working with companies, oh, I should. That's probably not very HR, but I feel like it's okay enough. There's a lot. Yeah, we could. Don't get me started. The big hats. What's up with the big hats? A lot right of now? big hats, but I, you know, I have one of those, so mm, I don't wear it very often. You should have worn it today. I could have. I didn't know it was hat day. I would have made fun I of you the whole time. I would have brought a wide variety of hats. Had By the way, check these guys day. out. They got sweet hats. Um, okay, so working with a company, 
how do you work with them during open enrollment? What are you telling them? The broker relationship specifically, you ask them questions like, hey, how is your relationship with your broker? Right. Right now, we're making sure the broker works. Like, girl, you gonna work. I'm just saying. You can't just be lazy and... You can't just be like... You gotta put in effort. Here, people, you do all of our work. That's why you guys have resource centers and people on (laughs) your staff to handle open enrollment. So it's like, because a lot of times, again, employers don't know what they don't know, so they think that's on them. And it's like... I remember putting onboarding someone last year like, oh, we're so stressed out when it's open enrollment. I have so much work. I'm like, I'm sorry, why do we have so much work? And they're like, oh, well, I'm like, well, we shouldn't be doing any of that. They should be doing yeah. all of that. And so guess what I did? I got on the phone. I was like, okay, we're going to set meetings. When are the employment enrollment meetings? When can, who can people call when they have questions? I need all those numbers. Man. Hop to it. She's feisty. I am. Got a little spice in there. That's HR. But you, not you pumpkin don't... pie spice. <laughs> not, that's right. Not cinnamon. I thought it was cinnamon. It is, but too. that's what pumpkin pie is. Oh it's that gosh. fake cinnamon. It'll get me. All right. This is a, another semi healthy versus not healthy. Again, you talk about company cultures. We could talk about hourly versus salary. What, if you're not sure, as a business owner, you're not sure what to do, hour or salary, what would you lean towards? Lean towards hourly. Because you're protecting You yourself. don't want to deprive someone of overtime that should be having it. Okay. Now, most salespeople work are salaries. Correct. And that's pretty traditional. Salary yeah. plus commission, very natural. You you, you, Absolutely. you produce, you sell, you bring revenue to a business. Gives me anjiety. That's why is, I never did sales. Is, is John John a sales guy? Show Walter? Yeah. Shows that, yeah. Yeah. So he, he is probably incentivized to produce and sell. Which is why you want people hungry because they're going to eat what they earn. Back to the health you're not healthy. We talk about this. So if a company, and I, I see it all the time, you have a just top-notch salesperson. They are, I don't even like the term alpha. They're, 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 they're just selling and producing and bringing on so much revenue for a business, however many employees. But they are an absolute a-hole. Like toxic individual? Like cancerous to the business. You know, you got to look at big picture. And so, I, again, this is where we kind of got in the conversation about laziness. Um, and I use this example with my youngest daughter who has some friends that maybe not be making the best grades, no judgment. However, she is a high performer. She's get degrees. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, no, I'm okay with that because oh. I say that to my kids all the okay. time, actually. More so in college, not necessarily in high school because yeah. I need them to kind of— My wife hates that line, by the way. I know. Way. It's okay. Your wife is probably right, but <laughs> I have used that degree. I mean, that message because I put used to put my GPA on my resume and, like, nobody cares. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Let's go to resumes in a second, but back to that. But back down, I was talking about, you know, if you have high performers, a couple high performers, you've got a couple medium performers, and you've got one low performer, if you continue to let that low performer, even if he is, like, high performance in the sales, he will bring down maybe people who are less performance in the sales but were super energized to begin with. And overall, that will affect your productivity, and you will just have a bunch of schlumpy people just – you said schlumpy no. twice today, by I the know. way. Is that a real word? It's a word that is not a swear word. <laughs> so <laughs> it is fantastic. HR approved word. HR approved. Yes, it is in the HR okay words. So, but I'm, what I'm saying is you, you, they will you, naturally go to the negative versus rise up to the positive. Correct. You, you rise to your environment or, you, or people drop down to that mm-hmm. environment. And to me, it's if you waste all this time and effort working on this person that's well, that's the Bring thing. People don't I mean, usually in that format, the employer or the boss 
because they're so excited about their numbers does not affect like address the fact that that guy's a jerk. They don't. They let it roll and let it roll and hope it will quote unquote resolve itself. And it doesn't. It just festers and then bleeds out on everybody else. These are just ran- it's funny. Now I'm getting kind of selfish here too because I'm just asking questions that I'm curious about and I have my own opinions. Resumes. Because I, I there was a, how a much, company I was with how much fact are to them? What, the, I think there's some stat that literally seventy percent are you know have some kind. How relevant of, are they? So someone's applying for a job. Do like you two hundred people apply for a job? And I, I know they I've done this. I've gone through two hundred resumes and just called like. Well, on that. paper, they make sense. Then you talk to them. So how relevant are resumes now? It's a foot in the door. Okay. Honestly, I think a lot of people are going to assessment-based, which you have to be careful of. Again, back to the EEOC. But it kind of, you know, people want to know how you're going to function in the actual role. So they do a lot of true day-to-day assessments, how your personality is, how, you know. And then you got to make them fill an actual application out. That way there's like a legal binder of what their information they're supplying you is accurate. So when you do the reference checks, you do the background checks, and by God, I've seen it not once, not twice, probably five times where someone said they had a bachelor's degree and nothing ever existed. But you, I mean- Nobody I, checks. I don't check. I, I was going to say the I last... mean, it's very rare that I have ever checked. I honestly thought, like, we talked about AI earlier. I was like, why not just have AI throw it's... my resume together and that's will, probably going to be better than what I would put together anyway. It's it will coming. create a yeah. fantastic resume. Nope, I've tested it. Yep. Um, you will need to tweak it once you baseline. And that's the thing. What we've seen with AI is, number one, don't ever put your name or anybody else's personal information in it. Apparently, there was a doctor mm. that put some patient information oh. to write a letter PHI. to a patient. And guess what? That goes up into the AI world and is exposed to everyone. And then Terminator 2 takes over the world. And we all, oh, sorry, I, again, that movie. Yeah. I watched that too many times as a kid, sorry. And then there was an attorney that cited, quote-unquote, case law, put it in their case, and then the judge that he actually got assigned to to do the, you know, attorney thing with said, um, that was my case, and that never happened. Okay, back back to resumes. So you got to be careful of AI, but that's where I went, sorry. I, I have Where's a guess it? in a couple of weeks. Do you know Pete and Angie Langloy, Pete the, the Job name. Guy? Yeah, Pete the Job Guy. Correct. Yeah. So he, this is this whole show started because he had a show. I was a co-host oh, okay. of occasionally. He's a guest in a couple of weeks. They live in recruiting and staffing. He probably would not know my name. but Free I shout out to Ascendo that. Resources, by the way. They'll be on in a couple of weeks, and I, I like to kind of poke fun of recruiting. Do you have people complain to you? They Please enter all that, like, submit your resume and then re-enter all that oh. same exact information into the resume box. I hated it. Now, I do think that a lot of applicant tracking systems have made it easier when you upload. It sucks it all kind yeah. of up in there. Okay. Um. And to streamline that. But I'm one of those people. I'm like, dude, you have my resume. But being in HR as long as I have, doing actual recruiting, which I would never do again, that was like HR prison for me. Recruiting's a grind. Oh my you got to be a special breed for uh, that. It's the worst. Anyway, <clears throat> um, because everyone's like, oh, it's happy and let, you're placing jobs. No, there's so much paperwork and so much crap. It's madness. It. It's madness. Anyway. My point is I learned the importance of that, you know, binder information of, like, you can't lie on this. Yeah. And that's just really important. So, so that's for legal purposes, right? For it's, sure. It's, okay, it's fraudulent app. You can term off of it. I want to, again, going back to the – I lost track of the healthy versus unhealthy thing. Give me, like, a really unhealthy HR story without names that, that won't get you in trouble. Can you – if you have I one. I had one in mind, and but it – like, it's – 
too. Too bad to say. Too bad to say. And I well, think that's because like, it's like, hey, I got to tell you something. Never mind. I'm not going to tell I you. I know, but it's so situational okay. specific okay. that you could really narrow I, it down. I think of one, too. So a couple industries that I've worked in, the fire department. <laughs> I've got all kinds of stories about fire nur- department. Nursing. And, got all kinds of stories about them, and home too. health care. Yeah. You talk about a, again, I don't, I'm not trying to scare people, but there are great caregivers as great everyone. But just like any industry, there's one or two bad seeds. Well, it's, I mean, in all three of, well, I get with, so public safety, I understand because I can't even imagine the horrid things, police officers, sheriff's officers, fire rescue, paramedics that they see and that they have to walk up on. That would screw my head up all the way. So I kind of get their sickness to that, like just as a dealing with situations and with nursing and medical, it's sex, drugs, and rock and roll. I mean, literally. Yeah, that is a great, great description of that. I mean, 100%. It is. I mean, a night shift, night shift at a hospital. Is, oh my God, insane. And like, you have They should your, make like, a movie about it. You ever see Super Troopers or like poking yeah. fun of those industries? They should make a, a show about night shift in a hospital. You have your like lowest, maybe your environmental service. And I don't want to like put down what they do because what they do is amazing. And elbow to elbow with like a high paying, making a gajillion dollar surgeon and everybody in between. And you got narcs involved and all yep. kinds of things. Stuff gets weird real quick. Not healthy. Not healthy. Not healthy. Okay. <sighs> I did say stuff instead of the bad word that I said at Disrupt HR. Oh, Disrupt HR. Yes. Okay. Good you call. You like that? You like that? So again, I, 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 <laughs> I remembered to lead to that. So to Disrupt HR was a couple weeks ago. And, and again, we can tag this, talk about it. I, I didn't even know what it was. Two days before I'd seen, I'm like, man, this this looks like a like a cool event. So you spoke at it. So Tell your version of the story because, again, Disrupt HR is cool. Very random how I spoke at it. Um, I was at HR Florida, and I was doing, they were doing like a spotlight stage, which was very interesting. I would like to refer to it as HR Street Performing, but it was great. I did my little speech. It was fantastic. I had some people participate, but probably not the participation that they wanted and it was they modeled it after nationals which is very popular anyway long story short i'm walking down the hall and i passed by natasha slaughter who is sherm jack's president fantastic woman love her so much shout out shout out natasha um and she grabs me she's like you what are you doing on the 13th and i was like um i'm leaving for Asheville the 14th so nothing and she said do you want to do disrupt hr jacks and i'm like i don't know what it is she's like it's totally different you can be yourself give it raw five minutes that's all you get I love this. You have five minutes on stage, and if you go over five minutes, you're, you're like, done. get off the they, stage. They, like, get the hook out. Yeah. They, like, turn the mic off. Not knowing anything, I'm like, I'm in. Yes. And so I walk off. Then I do research. I'm like, oh, my gosh. What did I sign up for? Because your slides only have 15 seconds, and they auto-shuffle, and it's, a lot, it's like, kind of high pressure. But I, it's kind of like HR stand-up, which is my jam. I, I thought it was, again, for, for HR that gets a bad rap. It was just a cool event. It's well, very it was where social. we got to be it's real. It's very fun. Yeah, it's not, you know. It wasn't sugar-coated. You're not wearing unicorn, pantyhose in, right. the, in, the, in the shoulder pads. No, I had. That's yeah. a reference to earlier in the yeah, show. It if was. You just hear this now. Absolutely. It was, it, it's where we could be us and admit our faults, our flaws, our, you know, livelihood and how it goes. I'm glad you plugged Disrupt HR. <clears throat> and once again, here we are running out of time. I bet you come back. You want to be my first third-time guest? Okay, and I'm not changing the date so anybody else can slide she, up in my spot. She was supposed to be the first, second-time guest, yeah. and she rescheduled. Now she's a little like, bitter about it. Yeah. But, um, Katie Howard, 
James Moore. Eric Ross. That's me. That's my name. 212. What's up? 212 Benefits. Oh, yeah, they sponsor the show. Thanks, 212. I love you boop, guys. Boop. I we love there. James Moore. Um, HR questions. I can't answer them. I'm an HR nightmare most of the time, but I think you can in your team. Yeah, and absolutely. You can email me anytime, katie.howard at jmco.com. What's the website for the HR consulting side specifically? Oh God, I think it's jmco.com. Just Google James Moore. Go to slash HR. HR solutions. And that should bring it right up. Disrupt HR. I'm going to try to speak next year just to like really make it weird. I think you should. Oh, no. I, I'm, I'm going to. I want. I definitely. I'm putting it in the universe. I'm hoping I get a re-invite. Okay. I feel like mine did sell it. I do feel like I'll get an invite back. Katie, thank you for joining me as the second second time guest. We got to get bracelets made, by the way. We are. Oh, tattoos. No, no, no. No, bracelets are fine. I'm kidding. That was awesome. Had a blast. Uh, That's what the health just happened. Thank you.